Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Mark Anthony, and this is Demolition News Radio, episode 92. You're listening to Demolition News Radio. In this episode, Money Talks. Demolition News Radio is the podcast of demolitionnews.com and the Demolition Magazine. In the not-too-distant past, it was easy to think that football clubs like Chelsea and Manchester City had their best years behind them. Both had enjoyed happier times in the 1970s, but trophies had become increasingly hard to come by. Indeed, despite their illustrious paths, both had slipped out of the top tier of English football at one time or another. And even the most die-hard fans had largely resigned themselves to the fact that trips to Wembley for a cup final were something to look back upon rather than something to look forward to. All of that changed, however, with a fresh injection of mega money at both clubs. Russian oligarch Roman Abramovich bought the companies that controlled Chelsea back in 2003. And although it took a little while, they were the team to break Manchester United's stranglehold on the English Premiership. In 2008, Manchester City, for decades the poor relation to their Manchester rivals, was also bought out. Today, both Manchester City and Chelsea have the most expensive players, employ the most expensive managers, and have trophy cabinets brimming with the silverware that such trappings afford. Be sure to check out Demolition TV on YouTube, the only YouTube show dedicated to demolition. This isn't a British football history lesson. It's an illustration of what could happen within the UK demolition industry with the arrival of major investment and the backing of serious money. Last year, DSM, already said to be the UK's most profitable demolition firm, was bought out for a sum reputed to be around £100 million. DSM was already big, widely respected and highly successful. But the injection of that amount of funding instantly placed the company on a whole new footing creating what can only be described as a super demolition firm. Of course, unlike football, players in demolition do not command huge transfer fees. And besides, no demolition company owner worth his salt would countenance paying even the most highly regarded manager more than the going rate. But let's be clear. The acquisition of DSM put the company on a whole new footing, a playing field all of its own. And it was surely no coincidence that the Birmingham-based firm took delivery of the UK's largest high-reach excavator, even while the ink was drying on the company acquisition paperwork. Demolition News Radio, the independent voice of the global demolition industry. Although it would have commanded a rather smaller sale price, the acquisition of Clark Demolition Company, or CDC as it's better known, by truck, tipper and plant hire giant the True Seven Group, has the potential to have a similar and equally positive impact. Former NFDC President David Clark has stayed with the newly acquired company to provide it with continuity during the transition, and with considerable industry experience as the firm gets its feet under the table at True 7. But in True 7 Group Managing Director Guy Nichols, a man described to me recently as richer than God, Clark and his team have the backing of an enthusiastic, committed, ambitious and affluent partner. CDC had enjoyed something of a chequered history in the recent past. Despite a formidable reputation for its willingness and ability to undertake complex and challenging demolition works, the company folded at one point. But as he proved with his fight back against a bout of bowel cancer, David Clark was not the type to take such a setback lying down. And sure enough, he bounced back, initially concentrating on a relatively small-scale demolition works in and around the company's Ipswich stomping ground 
All of that could change now that it comes under the True 7 umbrella. The company has already invested in new equipment, most notably Volvo excavators and both Dejarco and Akada attachments, and has set its sights high. In an instant, the company has gone from being a noted regional player to a genuine national demolition heavyweight, a real contender. Although he wouldn't be drawn on a timescale, David Clark says that his stated ambition is to appear in the top half of the global rundown of the top 100 most successful demolition companies. With the backing of Nichols and the True 7 Group, such an ambition would appear to be very much within its grasp. To subscribe to the Demolition Magazine, just head over to demolitionnewsstore.com. Despite all I've said about Chelsea and Manchester City, I don't believe that success can be bought in the UK demolition business. Money might be able to buy and maintain a modern equipment fleet. Money might be enough to attract the best minds in the business. And while both of these would be nice to have, neither is a guarantee of success. The recipe for success in the UK demolition business is far more complex than that, with almost countless variables, pitfalls and obstacles lying in wait for even the most well-funded companies. But in the management of the newly acquired DSM and in David Clark, these companies already have leaders that have been there and have the t-shirt to prove it. That, combined with some serious financial muscle, might just have spawned the first of the industry's super firms. If industry rumours are to be believed, they may not be the last. You heard it here first, and thanks for listening. Demolition News Radio, dedicated to demolition.